Let's be real as fuck about life, real estate, and entrepreneurship. Hi, I'm Julie Chen. You can call me Jules. The Real as Fuck brand is all about providing tools and resources to help new and struggling agents succeed. I share my personal experience not only as a new real estate agent, but also how I overcame the odds starting out as a single mom with a mountain of debt and a ton of self-doubt. Welcome. You are tuning in to the Real as Fuck podcast, and I'm your host, Julie Chin. Today, I have loan officer Robin Baker, who works with Loan Depot. Robin, thanks so much for being here today. Please tell our listeners a bit about yourself. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be a part yeah. of this. I'm so excited about your new program. Um, so I have been in lending for 20 years. Uh, I started off as a loan processor for the first 10 years, and then I started originating about 10 or 12 years ago. And um, I am licensed in the states of New Hampshire, Maine, Massachusetts, Vermont, and California, because I used to live in California for many years. So yeah, uh, I work for Loan Depot. We are in Portsmouth. Our office is in Portsmouth. And uh, we are a Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac direct lender. And uh, we're one of the largest retail lenders in the nation. And we just got voted number one lender by Wall Street Journal. Uh, for first time awesome. buyers. So, Congrats. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Yeah, I, I've only had good experiences and I've used used uh, Loan Depot for my own purchase uh, and it went great. Yeah. So yeah, definitely only you. good things to say. Pardon? It was fun helping you with your own loan. Aw, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, my first solo home purchase of my my adult life. I know, kind of I was a big so deal. honored to be a part of it. I was so like <laughs> proud of you to see, you know, we were we 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 made a strategy, we made a plan, and it all came to fruition. And now look at you. Yeah, right. Well, and I I I must say I love that you're willing to do that when I bring clients your way, and maybe their situation isn't where it really needs to be at that moment. You're right there helping them through what they can do behind the scenes to get themselves in a position where they can go into home ownership. Yeah, you know, a lot of people that I work with are first-time home buyers and you know, you just need to know where you stand. Uh there's so many misconceptions. A lot of first-time home buyers think you need to have 20% down and that's just not the case. And so when I say, "Well, what's stopping you? Why why haven't you bought yet or you know, what's holding you back?" And they say, "Oh, well, you know, I I haven't saved 20% yet." I'm like, "Well, you know, you could get buy with just as little as 3% down on a conventional loan or zero down on a VA loan or you know, three and a half percent down with an FHA loan. And, you know, they, they go, what, well, you know, and then right. you just, you got to educate people. And, and if there's obstacles um, that are standing in the way of them buying a home, we just figure out what that is and make a strategy and a plan. And then, you know, six months to a year from now, they could, they could be in a home. So it's, it's, it's fun educating them. Yeah, it's fun. And I think it's such an honor to be their support system and, help them navigate that path because it can be extremely stressful. So being a part of that and uh, helping shield them from a lot of that and get them to the finish line, it's it's definitely very gratifying. It is. It's very rewarding. You know, sometimes when I'm like in an airplane and I'm looking down and as I'm coming in down, <laughs> down into a city, I'm like, that's what I help people do. I help people get in all these little houses that I see. So it's fun. <laughs> I love that. 
I love that. Yeah. Well, I appreciate what you do for the consumer client. And I'm really happy that you agreed to come on the podcast because I know when I passed my exam and became a real estate agent, I didn't understand the lending process. I It seemed like I couldn't really ask questions with certain people around me because, or maybe it was just in my head and, you know, how so often we'll think, oh, that's such a dumb question. I can't ask that. But the reality is we have to ask as real estate agents because we're responsible for so much. So there is not a dumb question. It's our duty to understand everything. So I want us to be that for the new agent that's listening. So I'd like to start at 101, if you will. Mm -hmm. And what is a loan officer? Well, I view uh, my role um, a few different ways. First of all, a loan officer is someone who can properly qualify a client, someone who can offer a client, um, you know, solid financial advice, because this is the biggest purchase of their life normally. Um, it's being a strategic partner with, a, with with the real estate agent to help get their offers accepted. And I also, you know, it's, it's managing my team to make sure things get done on time. So, you know, when it comes to qualifying a buyer, you know, I have a big responsibility. When I give a pre-approval to you, I need to make sure that that pre-approval is going to stand and that it's going to go through and it's nothing's going to get in the way of that. And so it's really important to work with a loan officer who thinks and behaves like an underwriter and understands and keeps up on the ever-changing guidelines. Uh, you know, and that can take a lot of experience because guidelines change a lot. Things are always changing and there's different, different products, different investors, and what, what, what won't work one way will work another way. So mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's, it's important to think, okay, what is the underwriter going to ask for in this situation? How is the underwriter going to view this income? If it's declining, then I better take the most, you know, conservative average. Instead of taking a two-year average, I'm going to take a one-year average if, if the income's declining. And if they haven't gotten overtime or bonus or commission for two years, I, I, I can't most likely count it. And you no, know, you need to know the ins and the outs. So it's pro- I think my biggest job is properly qualifying a client um, because you don't get paid and I don't get paid the late, you know, the agents don't get paid and loan officers don't get paid unless the loans go through. So we right. want our customer to be super, super happy and, you know, to tell them something works up front and then it doesn't later. It's just a big disappointment. So, uh, just being really sure. strong in guidelines and knowing how to qualify a client is probably like, I think of my biggest job, mm-hmm. but also, you know, there's different ways to a- approach a loan, different ways to structure a loan. And I'm always thinking about, it's important to think about well, which one is, which way is going to work from a debt to income ratios perspective, or which way is going to work, you know, do they have enough reserves? Well, this, this product needs this, or this product needs that. So from that point of view, but also what is going to be the most cost effective program for them based on their long and short-term financial goals? You know, what's going to be the right. most cost effective, but also from a strategy standpoint, which programs are they likely to get their offer accepted with? So, you know, thinking about it from all that, from that standpoint, and then, um, you know, also viewing, I think a loan officer really needs to be a good uh, partner with with the agent and, and, and trying to help the offer get accepted. So one of the things we could do is instead of just 
giving a pre-approval, we can also send the loan to underwriting to get it fully underwritten. And, you know, that means the underwriter has analyzed and viewed and signed off on income and assets and credit. Um, not only have I, but the underwriter has, and they're the ones that make the final decision. And then when you're ready to write an offer, I can call the listing agent and let them know that, hey, you know, not only are they pre-approved, but they're fully underwritten and we can close faster because of that. So advocating for the client in any way I can, you know, um, in order to get their offer accepted, because we know that in this market, it's tough for buyers right now. So anything I can do to advocate for them and make their financing stand out and look stronger than the competition is that's I also view that as part of my role. Um, and and then, you know, just business development with the agent as well. Like, how can I help you from a marketing standpoint? Um, not just getting the loan through, but like, you know, can I help you with financing flyers? Do you want to do first time homebuyer seminars together? How can I help you with your marketing efforts? How can we partner together to increase both of our bottoms, bottom lines? So that's kind of yeah. a long answer, but that's kind of how I view my roles. No, and, and it's super beneficial. Uh, for the agent when the loan officer takes that stand as far as that being their responsibilities. Something that you said that I really want to rewind back to, you said your team. So we're talking to a new agent who just doesn't doesn't know the process yet. They might not have ever bought a home, right? right? So I don't know if you ever saw like Schoolhouse Rock the cartoon, mm -hmm. I'm totally dating myself, maybe. <laughs> yeah, um, I know what you're talking about, and, <laughs> dating myself. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I just remember it was like about the bill and where how it went through, uh, you know, all the stages in government. And so I want to just briefly touch upon, okay, so it starts with a loan officer. You mentioned your team. What what does that look like? What are these steps? Yeah, so it's good to know the milestones along the way. So the first thing that we do is get the client pre-approved. And then once their offer gets accepted. And what does pre-approval mean for oh, someone yeah. who okay, doesn't know what a pre-approval is? So it's is. important to understand, to, to know what a pre-approval is versus a pre-qual. So you want to make sure the client is pre-approved which means we have their application, we've run their credit, I have their mm -hmm. income docs and asset docs, I have all the documentation. For and what's a prequal? A prequal is different. A prequal is when you just have their application, but you don't have any of their documents. So mm -hmm. you have an idea of what they say their income is, but you don't have the documents to prove it. So what the advice I would give to a new agent is make sure um, your clients are pre-approved before you drive around too much and waste your gas money or spend too much time. You really want to make sure they're pre-approved. You can even ask them who their loan officer is and call the loan officer and just say, hey, you know, uh, I hear that they're pre-approved for this amount and I just want to confirm you do have their documents. What I like to do is ask the client, okay, you're pre-approved. Who is your realtor? Let me call and introduce myself so I can make sure that they know that you are pre-approved and that we have you know, I'd like to take it one step further, submit it to underwriting mm -hmm. and, um, you know, let them know that you're ready to go. And this is this is your price point. Um, so, yeah, if someone says I've been pre-qualified, that may not be enough. Don't just mm -hmm. hang your hat on that. You want to make it's sure not enough. It's not enough. <laughs> right. It's not enough. They need to be pre-approved. Yeah. And and so your team, what uh, departments, if you will, is that? Yep. 
for the individuals that work alongside of you from beginning to end? That's another part of my role as well, um, is just managing my team to make sure that things get done on time. So there's so many players involved in this process. You know, there's the real estate agents, the title company, insurance companies, appraisers, and then there's the loan officer, myself and my team. So I've got a setup department, a processor, underwriter, doc drawer and funder. And, you know, I, I'm the captain of that team to make sure everything's going smoothly and that we're closing on time, meeting deadlines and ahead of the game. Uh, so basically, you know, we get it pre-approved, then I'll submit the loan to my processor and uh, then she'll review and make sure she has everything she needs to submit it to the underwriter. And then the underwriter will issue the approval. And during that time, we'll order the appraisal and wait for that to come in. And once the underwriter approves the loan, it's usually a conditional approval, meaning you're approved subject to some conditions. Here's what we need from you. Maybe we need an updated pay stub or a bank, sta bank statement. Maybe you need to explain this large deposit on your bank statement, a paper trail where it's coming from, um, you know, and, I, you know, a good loan officer and good processor will catch all this stuff up front so that we can submit a very complete, pretty package to underwriting so we can get the approval back that says, hey, nice job, clean file, and make it that much faster. Um, but yes, we get the underwriting approval. We collect the conditions. We wait for the appraisal to come in if an appraisal is needed, which a lot of times it is. Right. Um, yeah. And we wait for the title work to come in. We wait, we wait for the homeowner's insurance policy to come in. Once we have everything we need from the borrower, and then the title company, appraiser, all that, we submit it back to underwriting for what we call clear to close, which is CTC for short. Yay. We all love CTC, <laughs> our favorite, favorite acronym. Um, so we get clear to close. And then after that, the loan file is submitted to the doc drawer, and they're going to draw up the official documents to send to the title company. And then the title company and the funder are going to reconcile the final figure that the buyer needs to bring into the closing table. And uh, we'll let them know if they, if the title company wants them to wire it or get a certified bank check. And then they go to the closing and sign all the documents and voila, it's funded. It's, it's done. So those are basically the milestones, but you, mm -hmm. a new agent really wants to work with a, a loan officer that lets them know where we're at every step of the way. The agent shouldn't have to call the loan officer and say, hey, what's going on with the loan? Like, they should be updated every week. Hey, we just submitted the loan to underwriting. We just got approval. Hey, we're clear to, clear to close now. Ordering docs. Mm -hmm. You know, so it should be really clear. So that, and, you know, for the listing agent too, um, I know my company, we send out Friday purchase updates. So it lets them know where we're at every step of the way. But I also do phone calls, um, you know, letting, letting the agents know where we're at too, especially when we're clear to close. I love that phone call, especially when we're clear to close early. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So is there the anything, ones. I appreciate that. Is there anything during that process that the agent could or should be doing that would make it go more smoothly or help you in any way? Yes. So in the beginning, um, if, you know, transparency is, is crucial. Like, you know, I can't get the loan done without the realtor. The realtor can't get the deal done without the loan officer. So we need to be really transparent in our communication. So when any issues come up, we can work together to solve them. So I'd rather know mm -hmm. upfront 
Uh, one example would be like the condition of the property. Is this, is there peeling paint or exposed wiring? Um, you know, things like that could affect which program we use. And, you know, FHA and VA are going to, those appraisers going to call out peeling paint and exposed wiring. And, um, you know, so there are certain situations where I want to know the condition of the property if anything is not quite right so I can determine if it's going to be an issue. Um, try to guide you guys in that way and, and, and see which program would be best for the condition of the property. And then again, on my end, if anything comes up that is an issue, I need to let the agent know, or maybe there's some paperwork I need uh, from if it's a condo and we need, you know, for some reason we need the engineer's report, I might need to call the agent or the listing agent and say, you know, can you help me get a copy of the engineer's report? So there's certain things that come up along the way and we just have to work together to to get those things done and in. Just communication is key. Yeah, I, I think communication is key with everything in life. We can never escape that That's one. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that it might be beneficial just to go over some basic loan terminology. Yeah, yeah. You know, so as a new agent, you're definitely going to get, they're definitely going to get financing questions. And you can always mm -hmm. say, you know, that's, that's where the loan officer comes in, you know, reach out to your loan officer and they can answer any questions you have. But it, ha it, it really does help to have some basic, basic understanding of, of mortgage terms. So debt to income ratio, understand what a debt to income ratio is, or loan to value. And well, and what is it? So a debt, the debt You're, you're going to give both sides here. Sure. Okay. So <laughs> there's a front end debt to income ratio and back end debt to income ratio. So the front end debt to income ratio is your total mortgage payment, including the principal interest, property taxes, homeowners insurance, uh, PMI, if, if, if that's, if that's part of the, uh, payment, any HOA payment that could be part of it. If it's a condo, your total mortgage payment divided by the gross monthly income that we can use. So, and then the, the back debt to income ratio is the mortgage payment plus any other debt payments that are showing on the credit report, like car loan payments, student loan payments, minimum credit card payments that are showing up on the credit report. You add those in and then you divide the, the you take the total of the housing payment plus all the other debt payments and divide that by the income, the effective income that we're using. And that is the back end debt to income ratio and different programs allow for different debt to income ratios. For example, with FHA, we can usually get a debt to income ratio approved up to, let's say, you know, 57% I've seen 58%, but you know, on a conventional loan, depending on how good your credit is, you're going to be capped at 50, maybe even at 45 or 42, depending on your credit score. Um, USDA, that one is even more conservative. Your The debt to income ratio is capped around 41%. With VA, I've seen debt to income ratios go up to 60. So mm -hmm. yeah, so that's what debt to income ratio mm -hmm. is. Um, mm -hmm. And then loan to value, that's how much you're borrowing and how much you're putting down. So the loan amount divided by the purchase price is your loan to value. And different programs allow maximum loan to values. Uh, so, in, you know, whether you're buying a primary residence or a second home or a two to four unit property, there's maximum loan to values for each. So you don't need the, the agent doesn't need to memorize what, what's the maximum debt to income ratio for each or what is the maximum loan to value for each program. That's up to the loan officer, but it's just good to have a general understanding of, you know, those are the 
that's some of the main terms that we use. No, and I, the, the reality is the more information that we can understand, then when we're out in the field as that new agent and we're anxious in that moment, any questions coming our way. So the more knowledge you're able to stock up on, then when questions start coming at you, you're less nervous because you can you can pull on the knowledge that you have stored away. Yes. So I think it's super beneficial for us to be doing uh, these lending uh, podcasts uh, and Next time, obviously, we'll branch out and I think maybe spend some time on the different loan types too. just really break it down in an easy way for people to listen to the information and be able to absorb and retain it. Absolutely. And, you know, I actually have what I call my mortgage toolkit, which is kind of like a cheat sheet for realtors. And I also send it out to my clients. So basically it's a digital mortgage app and on it, it has flyers and the flyers, like one of the flyers is the differences between the most common loan programs. So it has a flyer with conventional FHA, VA, and USDA. And it says, what's the minimum down payment for each? What is the maximum seller concession for each? What's the maximum loan to value for each? Does it, does this program allow for uh, second homes and investment properties, or does it only allow for primary residents? How long do you have to wait after a bankruptcy or a short sell or a foreclosure for each program? So it's a really great cheat sheet that you could just pull up on your phone. Um, and I always give that to new agents and I say, use that. And then also with the mortgage toolkit, it has other educational pieces for the client, such as why you should stop running and you know what are the five factors that affect credit scores and um there's also a purchase calculator on it so realtors use that clients use that all the time i always tell clients you can call me all day long and you know i'll run payment scenarios for you but if it's midnight you're online and you just want to run a payment use this purchase mm -hmm. calculator on my mortgage toolkit so it's helpful for new agents and it's helpful for new agents to be able to give their clients i always give it to clients too yeah. Yeah. It's definitely really helpful. And the faster people can get information, the happier they are. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And I always tell the agents to just call me any, any financing questions you have, just call me, you know? Yes. You're, you're good at answering and you're always available. I feel like, which is I try. beneficial. I try. Yeah. And I, I would, I can speak to that. My advice to new agents when choosing affiliate partners to work with, that would be your, your lawyers, your uh, loan officers, your title companies, inspectors, what have you. Ask some questions. Find out what their availability is. Yeah. You can interview them. I choose my affiliate partners by who are available all the time. And I don't mean at midnight, although I can honestly say I've had conversations with a loan officer and title at midnight because we all just happened to be up. And so everybody was in this group email and responding. And I just thought that was a phenomenal moment of absolute craziness. Yeah, that's what um, it takes sometimes. <laughs> We've got to do what it takes yeah. to get it done, right? And we know that so much of this activity happens after hours when buyers are out of work, you know, and they mm -hmm. have the time to go see the homes 
after five o'clock or on the weekends. And, you know, they need updated estimates and updated pre-approval letters for every home that they're interested in. So, you know, and we, you know, I respect the fact that they're, the realtors are running around all, all weekend. So I do my best and, you know, loan officers should do their best to be available in, you know, during weekends and evenings as needed and whatever we can do to support. And, you know, it uh, doesn't mean that we don't have lives. It just, you know, but when I get called on, I'll say, okay, yep, yep I can do that in 15 minutes or I'll be home in an hour. I can get, you know, so it's, that's very important. I mean, you got this, in this industry, time is of the essence and, and you know, yeah. agents need to work with loan officers that work with a sense of urgency because it is urgent in, in, many yeah. situations, you know, we, yeah, it really is. offers in by certain deadlines. I always need to know their numbers ahead of that. So. Right. Right. Yeah. Robin, what advice do you have for the new agent? To read your book. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. You know, uh, <laughs> thank you. Yeah. To read your book, number one, uh, you know, but from a lending standpoint, You want to work with a loan officer that's experienced, I think, because that that knows how to navigate issues that come up, that can be creative problem solvers, that communicate really well, um, you know, that, that, that helps you with your marketing, that helps you with whatever you need, you know, it, we're open to suggestions, we're open to, we want to help you guys solve problems. So, you know, what, what we're here for you guys, we're here for the clients. So that's, you know, my biggest advice from a lending point is to work with a loan mm -hmm. officer who is experienced and um, is going to support you in the ways that you need to be supported. And you just need to communicate that with your loan officer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, and, and don't be afraid to ask. And if you sense pushback from that agent, that, that loan officer, then maybe that's not the right loan officer for you because for new agents, they really do need affiliates that have a teaching heart because you're coming into this and there's so many different variables and you're doing your best to learn and absorb everything you can. And it's important to always feel that you can ask questions and depend on sharing of information from people who have more experience. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I really, I really love helping new agents get up and going and, and seeing them succeed. I remember what it was like for me as a new loan officer trying to find my way. It's not easy. Yeah. It takes right. a lot of time. So we all need to come together, especially in, in tough markets like this and help each other. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Well, we met during my first year as an agent. Yeah. And I I felt I felt welcomed by you and and that there was an open door I could reach out to you with whatever questions I had. And that goes really, really far. So thank you You're for handling yourself the way that you do mm -hmm. because you have such an opportunity to make a difference for so many people. Yeah, thank you. I mean, it's it's a, it's been amazing. Yeah, I remember when we met, and in you know you were brand new, and now I look at you now. It's like look how far you've come, and and now you're giving back and you're sharing 
the experience because we learn by experience. Every every deal is different. Every mm-hmm. client is different, and and that's what's exciting about our industry because it's always challenging. It's always different. Um, I I still I mean I've been doing this for twenty years, and I still learn on every single file. You know, there's something comes up that we have to navigate. You know, um, and and that's what that's part of what makes it fun. It it never gets boring, but at the same time, we need to be able to share our experiences to help the next person along. You know, it, we are, you know, we've got the experience. We can keep deals alive and together because of that experience, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and help the newbies yeah, help the because newbies. they, they need and deserve <laughs> help. It doesn't need to be so hard. It doesn't so need to be so hard. That's the hope. No, it can, yeah. it, it, it can seem overwhelming and, and, and hard, but if you just got the right players around you, it's not, mm-hmm. it's not bad. You can do it. So I, I have a question for you that popped in my mind. Yeah. So as a loan officer with experience, I know you read my book, The Real Is Fuck Guide for New Real Estate Agents. What stood out for you? Because you're not a real estate agent. So in reading the book, what sort of spoke to you? Just all the different ways that you can farm and and market to get new new business. Um, you know, I it, it's a little bit different for realtors versus loan officers. Mm-hmm. You know, and so that was a teaching moment for me. Like, the, you, there's so many different ways, right? And you really broke that down. And then I thought that's great because agents can choose. Okay, that that doesn't sound like me, or that 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 may not work mm-hmm. for me. Um, but this does. I wouldn't, you know, I this 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 resonates with me. I'm going to try this. This sounds like fun to me. A lot of it is trial mm-hmm. and error, right? And um, it's hard to do everything at once. But I would suggest just pick one or one to three things out of the 25 things on the list and focus on that. And you did a really good job of breaking that down for them. And also just, you know, helping them with the understanding the costs of everything and knowing the costs so that you can pick the right type of advertising to do. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, the costs and what to, you know, the safety, you know, you brought up safety. I thought that was really smart. You know, people got to think about safety in real estate a lot. Um, Thank you. That's what I'm actual, actually focused on this year for our ALC is uh, overseeing real, realtor safety. So like every Friday, I post something on our uh, brokerage platform, just keeping that reminder once a week and just uh, put together a CEU. I had someone come in and speak on realtor safety for, I think it was three hours. Um, so yeah. Bringing it's that, important bringing to keep that awareness. I think people, uh, agents are so caught up in all the things, all the tasks they have to do, but safe, you know, making sure you're safe. Yeah. Is, is yeah, very, absolutely. Very crucial when you're out there. So, well, thank you for your input and sharing. I was curious. So put you on the spot here today. Oh no, no, it's great. I have some of your books and whenever I meet with a new real estate agent, I give them one of your books. So I always want to keep stocked up on your books because it's, it's, I think it's a fun way to be able to support a new agent and, you know, read this book. It's an easy read. It's two hours, but it's going to give you, it's going to kickstart you. It's going to, instead of floundering, you're going to get a plan that much faster. 
and it's going to motivate and inspire you. So read this book. And then I love the note to, you know, sign up for your podcast too. start listening to that. So thank I'm you. So yeah. I think have. it'll be fun for people to follow the journeys of the girls on my team who are all in different stages of being new agents. So, and yesterday I got the opportunity to interview an agent who's actually in real estate school right now. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, well, I didn't really interview her actually. (laughs) She had a lot of questions for me. So we just went with it. And I think that's great because there'll be plenty of people at home with those questions on their mind. So you know, I just go with the flow, whatever ends up happening on our, our podcast, because I just feel like whatever direction something takes, it's that's what's supposed to actually be happening. So right. I try not to hold myself to some sort of script. It sounds like she had, you know, she did her homework on what what good questions to ask to see if this is the career for her and, you know, she yeah. wants to mentor her and, you know, you're, you're obviously yeah. an amazing mentor. And I, you know, I've worked with the girls on your team and I've seen that them come along too and how much they've learned. And it's exciting when I see. Our I just posts. love it. Yeah. I'm like the mama. Yeah. yeah you're like mama bear. <laughs> you know, when I see your posts on Facebook about another deal closed with by Sarah, I'm like, go oh, Sarah, go Sarah. Right. You know, she's doing so good. Yeah. And Marissa got her first listing. Yeah. So that's, um, that's really exciting. I told Claire, you're next, you're next. It's happening. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) It'll happen for her too. Well, thank you again for sharing, for even caring about my team and reading the book and sharing that and, and seeing the value. It, It makes my heart really happy. I wrote that book for a reason. And when I hear that it's landing the way I hoped, um, it's just, really overwhelming. You're very welcome. And, 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 you know, part of the, another thing I loved about the book is just the introduction, like the forward, you telling your story and what inspired you to write the story, hearing your story is inspiring in itself. You know, if, if you can do it, anybody can do it. Like you said, you know, yeah, I totally believe that. Yeah. So I think you made it, you know, you added that personal touch to it, which was really nice. I think, you know, it's, it, it invites, it's inviting, you know, after, you know, after you read the first few pages of like, Oh, wow. You know, this is what Julie went through and this is why she wants to write the book. They're going to want to keep reading it and they're going to realize, you know, that, that, uh, they can do it too. So thank you for writing the book. Thank you for having the heart to do it. Thank you for caring about the newbies. <laughs> well, I uh, I appreciate that. You're very kind. And if you don't mind, I'd love if you shared how people could reach out to you, whether it's to find out about your app that you can share and the, uh, I'm thinking downloadables, that's not the word that you used, but uh, anyway, they can reach out to you online. Yeah, so they can email me. Uh, my email is robinbaker at loandepot.com. That's R-O-B-I-N-B-A-K-E-R at loandepot.com. Uh, they can call me at 603-236-7517. Just reach out to me if they want a copy of my mortgage toolkit, which is like a digital business card in a way with all the tools on it. I just I can text it to them and they can download it right onto their phone. And, um, of course they're, you know, please reach out to me 
day, night, evenings, weekends, whatever you need. So I can support you with any questions that you have about uh, new clients that you have. If you need any pre-approvals, financing questions, if you're, you know, you're the there, you're help. the person. Oh, and, and by the way, I'll <laughs> mention that um, I just got accredited to teach two classes for realtors um, that will give them continuing education units. So one of the classes mm. that I am now accredited to teach is um, what is mortgage insurance? I think that's a topic that is really confusing to a lot of clients and realtors and it, it, it gets complex. Um, so that's a one hour class. And then uh, VA uh, debunking the myths about VA. I love to educate um, realtors and clients about VA loans and, and why agents shouldn't be afraid to accept a VA offer and all the positive things about VA. So that's a two hour yeah. class. So I'm happy to, um, I'm Great. putting together some of these classes uh, where I can teach them. And I'd love to meet Super. some of the new agents there as well. All right. Really appreciate that. Yeah. Listeners, thank you for tuning in today. Robin, appreciate your presence and all that you've shared. Check us out at realafprogram.com and don't miss us on social media, Real AF Program. Make sure you subscribe to our Spotify channel so you get updated every time we drop a new podcast. And check out our website at realafprogram.com.